When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In your head about what happened Saturday, and you know what has to happen to Saturday and Matt Ryan as a result, not just of that loss, but of this season in totality. We can see it with Matt Ryan. We can see it with Jeff Saturday. At some point, it's got to happen. The plug has got to be pulled right, as it was on Frank Reich. Now, the plug being pulled is not a terrible thing for these people. Don't get, mis- don't mistake what's happened maybe in your life or, or to somebody you've loved who lost their job and you think, oh, poor Frank Reich for losing his job in the middle of the season. Not really, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Pacers, they lost last night. Kind of collapsed down the stretch, and Knicks with an 11-2 run to end the game. So the Pacers lose by six, but that's okay, too, and we'll tell you why. Uh, the Indiana Hoosiers going to take on Elon tomorrow night at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Xavier Johnson, he's got a foot. We'll tell you what needs to happen tomorrow night for the Hoosiers after they lost against Kansas in Lawrence at the Fog on, on Saturday afternoon. This is Breakfast with Kent. Why are we wearing black on on Monday, December 19th, 2022? Because this may have been the worst sports weekend in the history of central Indiana. Minus Purdue winning, this was just a train wreck of a weekend. Butler loses, Hoosiers lose, Colts, historic loss, Pacers lose. Wow, not a lot going well in central Indiana. We are brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, simply the best dentist that there is. Went there not a week ago, had everything checked out, got the big thumbs up because I take good care of my teeth. I floss, I brush, I do all that stuff. Why? So I can go there every six months and have Dr. Mike O'Neill give me the thumbs up. But if he doesn't give me the thumbs up, that's okay. Because I know he's going to be able to fix it. 317-849-2933. And a reminder, still time to get the Book of a Lifetime, Oops, the Art of Learning from Mistakes and Adventures, written by me. Most people, when they write kind of a memoir thing, you know what they do? They put all the good stuff. Me? Mine's called Oops. Why? Because I've made mistakes, and the mistakes are the joy of life. That's what we get. We get to make mistakes, and we get to learn from them, which I did. All right, let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Colts, three games left. And hey, I hate to even bring this up, but if the Colts win their next two, 
The Titans lose their next two. The Jaguars lose their next two, and it could happen. The Titans are in free fall. You know what? The Colts would have about a coin flip of a chance of winning the AFC South. I'm not kidding. Like, if the Colts can find a way to win this weekend at Lucas Oil Stadium against the Chargers and then beat the Giants at MetLife, the Titans lose their two games, the Jaguars lose their two games, the Colts are going to have about a coin flip of a chance of winning the AFC South. <laughs> it's true. What are you going to do? Don't blame me. I'm not being optimistic, all right? The Colts, the ship sailed on Saturday afternoon. There's no way that team makes the playoffs. You cannot make the playoffs after losing a game that you led 33-0. It's never happened in the history of the NFL. Never has a team lost 33-0, or lost after leading 33-0. Never, ever, ever. Not one time. In the history of all the games played, back to the time that George Hallis and, and all those kooks got together in Canton, Ohio, and put together the charter for the National Football League. It's never happened. So, Jeff Saturday, at the end of the season, he's got to go. You know what? Crazy experiment. And billionaires get to indulge in crazy experiments. A guy who's never coached beyond the high school level. Yeah, he was a good player, a good center for the Colts, and, and likely a really good leader of men. A really good dude. Jeff Saturday's just a, a, a stellar guy. And if anybody could have pulled this off, who knows? Maybe it's Jeff Saturday. But th this thing does not work with him as a coach. Should have been Bubba Ventrone, right? Should have been. The special teams coach. Is there a position group for the Colts that has been better over the last few years than Bubba Ventrone's special teams? And people love him. He wouldn't have had to come in and earn respect. He's already got the respect, and that's about 70% of the work a leader's got to do is build trust and then respect. Bubba Ventrone already has it. Jeff Saturday's got to go. Matt Ryan's got to go, too. Matt Ryan can't play anymore. Matt Ryan, you're always the last to know. You know, and I told this story this weekend about seeing uh, Al Harris, and it happens to everybody who stays just a skosh too long. They play a game where they figure out that physically they can't do what their brain used to allow them to do. And so they sit with their pads still on, sometimes with their helmets still on, in the locker room, coming to grips with the fact that they can no longer play. They can't play a young man's game anymore. Matt Ryan is having that moment right now. He's understanding, and he came to understand on Saturday afternoon that he can't play this game anymore. His arm just won't allow it, and his feet won't allow it. He's not that guy that he was six years ago, eight years ago, ten years ago. Nobody is, and so he's got to go. Now, what do the Colts do next at quarterback? Right now, if the NFL draft was held this week, they would draft sixth overall, which is where they drafted in 2018, and they took a generational talent at left guard. Hey! How'd that work out? Nothing against Quentin Nelson. He didn't draft himself. We're not blaming Quentin Nelson for being drafted six overall at left guard. However, sixth. And if, if the Rams can somehow go into Green Bay tonight and get the win against the Packers, 
the Colts will move up to the fifth spot. And if the Cardinals lose, and if the Broncos lose, or if either the Broncos or the Cardinals win a game down the stretch and the Colts lose out, you know what? The Colts, they would draft fourth. I was really rooting for the Bears yesterday, not because I love the Bears. I like Matt Eberflus. It would have been nice to see the Bears win. But if the Bears had won, and the Colts, obviously they lost on Saturday, 39-36 in overtime, and the biggest biggest choke job in the history of the National Football League. Let's not talk about that anymore. Um, you know, the Colts would have had a chance to move into the top three. We'll see if maybe that's possible over the, the next three games. Can you foresee a circumstance where the Colts beat the Chargers, the Giants, or the Texans? I can't. After watching what we watched on Saturday, and I know I promised not to talk about it anymore, but it's very, very difficult. You know what? Colts with a chance to get all the way there. We'll see if they can. Um, you know, like I said, it, it, anything's possible. They could fall all the way to last in the NFL, or they could still make the playoffs. <laughs> but again, let's not talk about that. Maybe on Wednesday, maybe optimism Wednesday, maybe I'll be so cockeyed in my optimism that we'll actually discuss whether the Colts can get to the playoffs or not, or, or project that they do. After Saturday, it's just not possible, right? I mean, on, on Saturday, they went against Kirk Cousins. This Saturday, they go against Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, holy cow. I mean, it's, he's a very good player. And, and the Chargers are going to come in here, and they got stuff to play for. The Colts, nothing to play for. Maybe that'll take a, a bit of whatever pressure they feel. Frank Reich according to ESPN, is getting $9 million a year through 2026. $9 million. What the hell is the matter with Jim Ursay? Like, if I was one of Jim Ursay's daughters, and the old man extended Frank Reich's contract to pay him $9 million guaranteed through 2026, my head would explode. I would be so damn mad, I wouldn't be able to see straight. That's family money out the window. That's 36 really large going into the pocket of Frank Reich. And for what? What did he show during his time in Indianapolis to prove that he was worthy of $36 million to not coach? All right, Indiana against Elon. Elon's 2-10 this season. Indiana's going to walk over Elon tomorrow night at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Xavier Johnson, he's got a foot problem. We'll know more about that likely today. What that Mike Woodson says it doesn't look good. I don't know what that means. It could mean that it's broken. Uh, Xavier Johnson says he'll be back. I don't know what that means. We'll see. Indiana. Flat didn't show up in Lawrence, Kansas on Saturday, and, and they, they took a, a, a beatdown that was really not fun to watch because it seemed Indiana didn't even want to play in that game. It seemed like the players didn't care one way or another whether they won, lost, or, or even competed. And this is a problem with Indiana. 
Indiana, especially when they go on the road, they look like they could care less whether they win or lose. Problematic, right? It's kind of like, well, I'm in Indiana. I get all this stuff already. What the hell do I care if I win? You got to care whether you win or lose. I, I think the willingness to compete and the willingness of coaches to impart the need to compete is kind of lacking in, in today's college athletics at a lot of programs. And I think it's lacked at Indiana going back to 2014. I think the last team we really saw compete was 2012-2013. Mike Woodson has got to hold people accountable. There has got to be a consequence. I don't care about the transfer portal. People want to up and leave because Mike Woodson brings to bear some consequences as a result of this team not competing. I am good, good, good with that. You go ahead, Mike. You do you. You hold people accountable. And when you do that, if they hold you accountable and they bolt, bye-bye. I want people playing hard. I almost vomit in my mouth every time I watch Purdue play, but with a smile on my face. Because Indiana never plays as hard as Purdue does, ever. Haven't seen Indiana play as hard as Purdue does on the road in years and years, right? It's their culture. It's Purdue's culture to play really, really hard. Why isn't it Indiana's? I don't know. That's what's got to change. It's not going out and getting five stars. It's going out and getting five-star competitors, people who want to win. We keep hearing about Gabe Cups being a guy who wants to win. All right, let's go, and, and, and we'll see. I hope that Jalen Hood, Shafino, and Malik Renew, who appear to be guys who want to win more than anything else, and they're willing to compete, hopefully they don't lose that. Hopefully the, the cancer of ambivalence does not infest in them. That's what we'd like to see. Uh, I use women, by the way, beat Moorhead State last night or yesterday, 87-24. Beat them by 63 points, the third largest margin of uh, victory in Indiana women's basketball history. Like, what What are you doing, Terry? I Maybe the, the walk-ons were good enough. I don't even know whether Indiana's women's team has walk-ons, but if they do, I hope they got about 12 minutes last night each. Uh, Knicks beat the Pacers last night, 109-106. Pacers led by six with under two minutes left, and the Knicks go on a uh, an 11-2 run, which was keyed by Jalen Brunson hitting three and a two, and then Julius Randle going six of six from the line. That accounts for the 11 points. Uh, Pacers hit a couple of foul shots in the last two minutes. Uh, they've got Boston in Boston on, uh, what is that, tomorrow? No, that's uh, Wednesday night. Chris Duarte played for the first time since November 4th. That's a good thing, although not in a winning effort for the Pacers, but that's okay. We know what they are. You know what? They're ninth in the Eastern Conference right now, and that's about where they'll finish. Uh, the Cubs signed Dansby Swanson, gold glove shortstop, 29, 28, 29 years old, a low on base percentage, strikes out a lot, 27 and 25 home runs the last two seasons. Very consistent. Played 160-plus games the last two years. Seven years, $177 million. Wow, for the fourth-best shortstop in the free agent market this offseason. 
hopefully he balls out for the Cubs and the Cubs get a little bit. If you got Dan Dansby uh, Swanson and Nico Horner at you know uh, up the middle, and you know I guess you got a chance to be better. They're both Gold Glove type guys. Let's celebrate some birthdays on this Monday. We got to get happy. What am I wearing black for on a Monday? One of the worst sports weekends in Indiana sports history. I felt like, well, we're in mourning. I'm going to wear black. No, you've got to fight that. Got to fight that negativity. All right, uh, Chris Jasper, happy birthday. Lisa Wynn, the great Blaze Loop, celebrating a birthday. Freddie Coleman, uh, at least once a week, I think about his speech class that Blaze Loop, Louis Stevens, and I were in back in the day uh, when, when Louis and I were juniors at New Albany High School. I've laughed till my stomach cramped maybe 10 times in my life, and I think eight of those times happened in that class. I've never had more fun in that class. Wanda Eve, uh, Tim Rapp in that class, John DeMumbrum, Lou Jensen, you know what, uh, Rex Vest, uh, Rex Chesser, I think. Uh, Kathy Rickey was in that class. It, uh, awesome class, just great. Um, Mike Goodpaster, celebrating a birthday also. Paul Mills, the great Paul Mills. One of my favorite classmates from uh, Lake Hills uh, grade school up there in Spring Lake Township, uh, Michigan. Matthew Sosi, happy birthday. Ernie Mills, who I enjoyed working with at MS Communications. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. It's best, best done with an honest and specific compliment. Be happy today. Let's go. I'm with you, Daryl Smith. Play Nick Foles. Let's see somebody else do this. We know that Matt Ryan can't throw anything but wide receiver screens anymore. I don't want to see Parks Frazier. If I see another damn wide receiver screen, I'm going to have a problem. We're going to have to have a talk, and I don't even know what that means.